Welcome to Red Pill Revolution. My name is Austin Adams. Red Pill Revolution started out with me realizing everything that I knew, everything that I believed, everything I interpret about my life is through the lens of the information I was spoon-fed as a child. Religion, politics, history, conspiracies, Hollywood, medicine, money, food, all of it. Everything we know was tactfully written to influence your decisions and your view on reality by those in power. Now, I'm on a mission. A mission to retrain and re-educate myself to find the true reality of what is behind that curtain. And I'm taking your ass with me. Welcome to the revolution. Hello and welcome to Red Pill Revolution. My name is Austin Adams and this is episode number four of Red Pill Revolution. And this week we're going to get into some really interesting topics, some interesting intersections between Hollywood, Satanism, rituals, uh, music industry, and it's all coming together and showing itself through mainstream media. So it, uh, it's a really interesting topic. It's, it's one that's spreading around social media today with lots of conspiracy theories, some that are uh, somewhat uh, normal and some that are into the occult, uh, satanic, ritualistic kind of shit. So without further ado, let's get into it. This week's episode is about the tragedy actually that happened at the Astro World. Uh, concert with Travis Scott. And, you know, there's a lot of things going around on whether or not this was a uh, fentanyl overdoses, whether it was something where there was stampedes and tramplings, and there was obviously that. There was obviously fentanyl overdoses. There was obviously somebody who was pricking people with needles um, that had caused almost some fatalities that we know of. And it was obvious that there was so, so much deep, dark, Satanist uh, symbolism involved in this entire thing. Whether that's a coincidence or not, I guess we'll have to find out. So without further ado, episode four of Red Pill Revolution. Let's get it. But before we do that, I need you to do this one little thing for me. I need you to like and subscribe to this channel. I need you to share this to whoever you know. And I need you to go to ichoose.red.com is for losers. Ichoose.red and sign up for my newsletter. I'm going to be keeping you guys updated. I'm going to be pushing out all of the articles that I reference there. I'm going to be putting out a weekly newsletter about the topics that we discuss and it will keep you updated moving forward. I appreciate you guys so much. Like, subscribe, share. Let's start this revolution together. So for those who aren't as familiar, who haven't dove, uh, dove as deep into this rabbit hole as I have the last few days, um, let's kind of get you up to speed here. So there's been a lot of interesting videos circulating around uh, the internet. And um, one of those videos, and, and we can kind of look at a timeline of how this all happened and how it all went down. And then we'll look at some of the symbolism involved and those types of things. But one of the very first things that happened um, that very clearly, clearly shows that this was not only, um, you know, maybe something much deeper, but also just a pretty much a logistical issue to begin with. 
there was hundreds of people stampeding the gates of the VIP section at this concert. First of all, there's 50,000 people in attendance. Travis Scott, if you don't know him, is a rapper. Um, and one who, like Lil Nas X, uh, seems to find his niche in uh, satanic symbolism. And uh, yeah, so and so the first thing we'll read is this eyewitness account of somebody who posted this um, that was at the actual event. And uh, what she said, or he, I don't know why I assumed that it was a, it was a female, um, said, who I am in the story is not important. Rather, it is important for the things I have now witnessed. Astroworld, Houston, Texas. Travis Scott is the one and only performer. I do not know how many people were at the festival. It ended up being 50,000. Um, or more, but that's the rough estimate that they're saying. But I do know that every single person was at the stage. My friend and I wanted to be close to the stage, as close as we could possibly get. We were not able to get very close, but we did end up on the side near the walkway in the middle. Surrounding us was chest-high metal gates or barriers. We stood there for two hours, as did every other person. Keep in mind, this is generally an audience between the age of 16 and maybe 21. Um, so already chaos when you put that many teenagers in a gated uh, area together. Um, but within the first, uh, energy rose at the time near the beginning of the show. Within the first 30 seconds of the first song, people began to drown in other people. There were so many people, tall men, women. Women and men were the only thing they could see was, th women and men were the only thing they could see was the back of the person in front of them. The rush of people became tighter and tighter. Breathing became something only a few were capable of. The rest of us were crushed or unable to breathe in the thick, hot air. My friend began to, gra to gasp for her breath, and she told me we needed to get out. We tried. There was nowhere to go. The shoving got harder and harder. If someone's arms had been up, it was no longer possible to put them down. So people began to choke on one another as the mass swayed. It became more and more violent. We began to scream for help. We could see security just a few people over in the walkway in the middle. It got tighter, impossible to breathe as our lungs were compressed between the bodies of those surrounding us. Most people began to scream for help. So obviously, logistically speaking, what a nightmare is horrible, right? Not being able to just being crushed by the pe amount of people behind, you know, I'm six foot tall, and a, a, a decent sized human being. But imagine being five foot one, not being able to see anything in front of you, having no space to move or breathe. Um, and just all the chaos that comes with a bunch of teenagers doing a bunch of drugs, drinking a shit ton and not knowing how to handle themselves in that environment. So more people began to scream for help, they said, some began to collapse. The music continued, hundreds of people ripped their vocal cords apart screaming for help, but we were not heard. There was nowhere to go. My friend was trapped between the people on every side of her, and she desperately tried to move towards the rail. It was no use. The screaming intensified as more people realized they could not breathe. We begged security to help us, for the performer to see us and to know something was wrong. None of that came. We continued to drown more and more. One person fell or collapsed. It doesn't matter how it started. Once one fell, a hole opened in the ground. It was like watching a Jenga tower topple. Person after person was sucked down. You could not guess from which direction the shove of hundreds of people would come next. You were at the mercy of the wave. 
I watched my friend be dragged away from me and lost sight of her. I began to realize in that moment that there was a way to die that not many people knew about, being trampled to death. I saw terror in every eye that I met, even the ones that told me to breathe and stay calm. We knew there was a very big chance some of us would not make it out alive. I was pushed away from the rail into the crowd of people where I could hear from another direction the shrieks of animals. It was happening all around me, these sinkholes of people. I was moved back towards the sinkhole I started at and was pushed to the edge of it. I sunk my feet into the ground, put my arms out, and tried to stop anyone from entering the circle or pushing those already in it. I was shoved further and further to the ground, my face down at the cold, hard plastic below us, and saw the body of a man. His face below mine. I lost it. There were other people below the ones I could see from above. There was a floor of bodies of men and women below two layers of fallen people above them. I began to shriek. I felt a primal tear rip through me, and I'm not sure anyone understood the magnitude of the situation below. I screamed. There were people on the floor. There were people, unconscious, being trampled by every foot that slammed into the ground as each individual tried to keep themselves upright. I saw his face. I became a shield for him. I think he smiled at me. Then I was shoved to the side. I saw more shoes slammed to the ground exactly in the spot his body lay, face up. I couldn't help him. I couldn't help any of them. I didn't stop screaming the entire time, and no one knew where people below those that they could see. I almost met the same fate. I was losing balance, and I asked a man to grab me. He pulled me up, and I righted myself for just a fraction of a second before I was sucked back into the crowd. Terrifying account, especially understanding how, you know, for somebody who is not as large as the average person to have to deal with this. I had to get out. I had to get help. I had to do something. Somehow I went to the back of the crowd at a guardrail. A man pulled me over it. There was some many people just standing there. Like nothing was happening. Like people weren't dead a few feet from them. I saw the cameraman, eyes glued to the stage, elevated on a platform, a platform that looked directly into the crowd. I climbed the ladder and pointed to the hole, telling him that people were dying. He told me to get off the platform and continued filming. I screamed over and over again. He couldn't even look in the direction, so I pushed the camera. So I pointed it towards where I'd just come from. He became angry. He called someone else up. I told him the same thing. People were dying. We needed to stop the music. We needed help. We needed attention towards the mass because I thought only these people were aware. Maybe they would do something. The man grabbed my arm and told me he would push me off the 15-foot platform with no sides if I didn't get down. I told him to help. I told him people were dying. I showed him where. He wouldn't look in the direction. I was in disbelief. Here were two people that could actually do something. They had the power to do something. Cut the camera. Call him back up. Pause. Something. They did nothing. I looked over at the sinkhole. People were screaming, reaching out their hands towards me, calling for help. I couldn't see the floor. The strangest thing happened in that moment. People began to boo at me. They pointed their fury at me, unleashed a rage. Now, as I before I move on here, I actually like to show you the video of this woman talking to 
this cameraman, um, which we have here. So the actual woman who's giving this account here um, on stage yelling at this cameraman to save these people's lives. And he won't do it and just yells at her to get off the stage. So here we go. Here she is. If you're watching this, she's getting up on stage. She just walked up on the platform. She's yelling at the cameraman right now who's just pointing at the ground trying to get her off. There's a man behind her um, giving her a little bit of backup. And she's still just pointing in the direction that she had just come from. And later on, he's yelling and yelling for her to get off of the stage. So there's the actual girl who gives this account. Now let's go back and finish this out here. I screamed at people were dying over and over. No one would listen. Somehow I ended up on the ladder, going back down, mindlessly. I should have ripped that camera to shreds. I looked the other guard in the eyes and told him he was the one responsible for countless deaths, and he did nothing. I went under the platform, called 911. The only thing they said was they were calling the medical team in. I told the operator over and over we needed to stop the concert because we just needed a pause. We needed light, awareness of the deaths, nothing. A kid watched me under the platform, watched me break down in tears, explaining how I was just saw people crushed, stomped on, and unconscious. He watched the operator say nothing of use to me. I went out, not sure what to do. Suddenly, two men in red medical shirts, looking confused and lost, bumped into me. I explained everything and they told me they had gone in and saw nothing two girls that were in the pit with me were standing beside me heard that and helped explain it was there we led them to it they climbed the metal gates and went through to the people those were the only ones working that were brave that that night i had endless respect for those two men we waited the two girls and i and i watched people being thrown over the railing people trying to escape the cage that we had just been in now to give you a better idea of this chaos there's lots of accounts of this in video um and we'll see if we can get those up here. Give me one moment. So again, to give you an idea of just the massive, massive amount of chaos at this um, concert, let's take a look at some of the footage here. And I'll, if you're, again, if you're listening, I'll describe it to you. All right, so what we're looking at here is just a mass of people, mass of people, a guardrail um, with a bunch of people on the uh, inside of the guardrail, a few people scattered on the outside of the guardrail, pulling, grabbing onto their friends, um, trying to pull them to safety on the other side. Um, you see people uh, basically pushing, shoving all around um, and yanking on their friends yanking on their friends to try to get them over this fence to escape all of this mass chaos and then trying to uh, jump the fence on the outside. Now, with the maybe 2,000 people, 1,000 people, I don't know, I'm not a mathematician, <laughs> um, but there's one security guard in sight, one single security guard for thousands of thousands of people who cannot move, who are deathly afraid of what is happening to them and being unable to escape. There's another video here that shows, apologies, there's another video here that shows the, uh, just an individual randomly dropping to the floor, uh, viewer discretion, um, but randomly dropping to the floor and what appears to be some type of cardiac arrest or seizure on the ground. Um, 
yeah, that's horrible. But uh, even with all of that happening around them, um, nobody to be found. Nobody to be found. That's a part of the actual concert series. And in, well, it's over now. So, um, but, so it's really weird. This is really weird to, I mean, try to distinctualize, distinctualize. I don't know if that's a word. I'm going to roll with it. It's really weird to try to distinctualize between the chaos of the logistics of this, the amount of people that were there, the little amount of security that was there, the small amount of space that they sold this amount of tickets for, um, and the underlying conditions that may have caused these people to fall over into the ground. So one account is that it was a mass amount of chaos. There was way too many people there. There was way too little security. There was way too little room. Um, and these people were getting trampled. Now that doesn't really explain the person that we just saw who fell onto the ground and looked to be in some type of convulsion. Um, so that's where a lot of the other, uh, theories come from. And one of those theories was that there was a, uh, well, not a theory. This was actually proven, but, um, the theory that there was a security guard who came out and said that he felt a prick on his neck and then fell over. Um, and we'll watch that right here. We do have a report of a security officer, according to the medical staff that was out and treated him last night, that he was reaching over to restrain or grab a citizen and he felt a prick in his neck. When he was examined, he went unconscious. They administered Narcan. He was revived, and the medical staff did notice a prick that was similar to um, uh, a prick that you would get if somebody's trying to inject. That is one part of it. The other thing that's very important, there were some individuals that were trampled, and we want to be respectful of that. But we just ask that y'all give us time to do a proper investigation. Live Nation has stated from the very beginning that they were All right. So basically what that was, you know, you heard it, was a police officer um, from Houston and uh, stating that it is true that there was at least one individual that we know of who was pricked in the neck with something like fentanyl or heroin. And he immediately fell to the ground and was distributed or given Narcan by the medical staff and uh, obviously is alive today to give that account. Um so that's another theory. Another theory was that somebody, some madman was running. Madman was actually a word I saw on one of the articles about this was running around and pricking people in the neck with fentanyl. And that's how some of these people were dying, um, which is an interesting theory. And, and I think it's one that should be explored. And obviously it's true with this one guy. Now, whether or not that's true with the other ones, I think we would have at least started to hear and have things come out about these other individuals who passed away. I don't know about this soon, but... Um, that's one theory, and 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 it, and it again somewhat surrounds the chaos of the environment and surrounds the incitement of this chaos by uh, Travis Scott, who is very well known historically for having and inciting these type of actions, these this type of chaos at his events, um, and that kind of brings us into uh, some of the next topics. So let's see if there's any of these that we want to explore real quickly, and then in a disgusting account, you see people uh, basically jumping on top of police vehicles that are trying to help and escort people who are uh, being resuscitated, which is uh, disgusting by these people and um, horrible. 
Uh, but again, it, it just kind of speaks to the chaos of the environment and the chaos that's being incited in this type of environment. Now, now I, I'm not ridiculous. Like I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, obviously you go to a concert, it's crazy. You go to a festival, it's crazy. I've been to crazy concerts. I haven't been to festivals, thankfully. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it does speak to that environment. And I, and I think that, you know, you can't, there is room for that. There's room for chaos always, but you know, there's always room for humanity and to be somebody who's jumping on top of the police cars that are trying to escort out these people. You're a piece of shit. And hopefully it ran over you on your way out. But I digress. Um, Moving on through some of these uh, accounts here, one of the other more interesting theories behind this, and, and this kind of comes from a lot of the surrounding material that went into, uh, the hype around this, you know, like basically like the, the realm that gives the conspiracy world the fuel to come in. And, uh, and, and, and there's basically 300 reports of people receiving treatments at the field hospital at this, at this concert. But, um, at, at Astro festival, the, the or world festival, it, it, there was so much symbolism, so much glaring satanic symbolism that it was really difficult to ignore from the original posters that showed, you know, the, uh, The words see you on the other side, the backdrops and symbolism of those posters showing uh, mimicking portals to hell and uh, the hands with the eyes within them that is along the lines of the uh, Pan's Labyrinth character that was to uh, be given sacrifices of children. And that's just the poster, right? We go even further into this. And you start to see the, you know, this is the most famous one, um, is the head of a uh, previous uh, satanic ritualistic um, art that depicts the uh, sacrifices of individuals and children through uh, the portal of the mouth of the demon or of uh, Lucifer or Malak. And that's how you entered that's how you entered this concert is through the mouth of some satanic ritualistic thing now if we go even further here you'll start to see um you know one one thing that people are really outraged of and this i guess this is a side note but one thing that people are really outraged of is the inability for travis scott to even respond to these people who were screaming at him screaming at him uh and there's tons of videos of this where he's on stage and almost smiling at these people as they were screaming at him that these people were dying on on the ground and according to these people it was very obvious that this was happening um, no, I'm not as convinced as that. You know, I could, couldn't imagine being in an environment where I'm on stage with 50,000 50, people sitting there screaming and yelling with music all around me and all that stuff. Like, you know, it's probably very difficult to put yourself in his position and know whether or not we would even be able to hear these people who are screaming because you're getting the microphone from the cameras, right? You're not getting his ear right? You're getting the microphone from the cameras who's directly around the people who are dealing with this and specifically videotaping this because it's happening. Um, So I'm not actually totally convinced that's what was happening there. I'm not totally convinced that he knew exactly what was happening. He heard these people, he smiled at them and he's, you know, I think it's hard to say. I I don't know if we can make that conclusion. Um, But what we can conclude is a little bit about um, obviously the satanic symbolism that went into this. 
and the uh, upside down cross stage that was uh, utilized at this concert and the uh, hints uh, to Malak and the hints to the gateway portals to hell, which was even shown even more so in his shirt. And his shirt was uh, blue individual human looking figures uh, walking up what seemed to be stairs and then hitting what looked like almost like a glass wall and then walking through that portal, that glass wall. And then they were demon looking characters who were red with horns. Um, and there's, you know, you can see the upside down stage or the upside down cross stage being utilized. Now, even more so, uh, this says Astroworld gave attendees exactly what it was advertised. A trip to the satanic portal to hell and a blood sacrifice to Satan. Why are you surprised? Interesting. And so here's another video where he apparently keeps singing while uh, looking at the fans who were dead. Um, see if this is uh, too graphic to show. But there he is up on stage looking down at his audience from what seems like a very easily uh, easy vantage point and looking at somebody being carried off by medical staff continuing his concert and and the reason that this outraged a lot of people uh, one of the things um that that really outraged people was the fact that there's video footage of travis scott stopping a show completely stopping a show completely because somebody grabbed his shoe so this guy's more concerned about his fucking yeezys than he is about his fans who got him those yeezys who paid just as much, if not more, well, maybe not, because some of those shoes can be expensive, but pretty damn close to be as close to them as they were, only to have a terrible fate. And uh, so if you can stop a show for your shoe, I think you can stop a show for your fans. Now, again, it's very difficult to say whether or not he knew that's what was happening. Maybe he thought that the concert should just go on because this person's being carried off by medical staff anyways, and he's not trained to be able to help these people. But what he could have done at the very least was pointed them out, make sure that they were getting the care that they were uh, deserved. But with all the chaos going on at this concert, it's hard to say, right? It's really hard to say what his vantage point was. I mean, what, what he was thinking throughout this time. But one thing that we can directly oh i guess here's another one let's let's take a look at this one um apparently there is a video of him calling out to have one of the bodies removed from the crowd but let's listen in here let's uh there's a personal account from a few people discussing uh, what this tragedy looked like. So let's listen into a couple of those and then we'll get into the apology or not so apology of Travis Scott the next day after. Um, so let's listen to this. It just felt like we was like literally like in fucking hell, bro. Like it felt like we was in a concert in hell. You couldn't breathe. You couldn't see like just imagine all the people they want to find tonight who was in that crowd who nobody could see, who nobody could hear, who passed out. And everybody was just troubling on top of them the whole fucking concert. Like, I'm thinking it's probably going to be like at least 100 people who dead tonight. Like, I kid you not. Like, in the VIP section, it was so many bodies laid out. People was getting pulled out who was fainting. And the people were trying to demand it, trying to give them CPR. And they was flipping them over. And, like, they was literally turning them black. And this guy looks like, I never seen terrified. I never seen death in my fucking life, bro. 
just by me alone, it was probably like 10 fucking people laid out dead. And like once the medics tried to help them, they wasn't responding. They moved to the next person. It was nothing they couldn't do. Like this shit, like this shit really fucked me up and like really spooked me tonight. Like that was like some demonic shit. What was so crazy, like people were screaming help, trying to tell Travis Scott, they was like help, the whole crowd was just going like help, help, help. And he just kept going, bro. It was like, that shit was scary, bro. It was so demonic, bro. And mind you, y'all see the type of music I make. Y'all see everything, like, you know, like, I've been so heavily influenced by Travis, but, like, after tonight, bro, like, God really showed me, like, you know, like, stay away from that shit, bro. Like, that shit not for you, because, like, he sacrificed so many people's lives tonight, like, for real. Notice the word, sacrifice. Are gone tonight, because they want to go to a fucking Travis Scott concert and have fun. You know, he influenced people to be raging and all this shit. So many people broke in, and it was just chaos, bro. It was a living fucking hell, bro. Imagine seeing all those dead bodies, and that was that was just by me. Crazy. We'll watch one more before watching the uh, apology. I wouldn't believe literally anything the news says. There's no way that they can come out and say a hundred people died. Someone themselves literally saw a hundred dead people like there's bodies lined up everywhere C- there's CPR being done in the crowds there's like there's it looks like what would, would be a mosh pit there's no room for mosh pits there's only room for the eight people on the ground that are dead having CPR done I wouldn't believe literally anything the news says. There's no way that they can come out and say 100 people died. Someone themselves literally saw 100 dead people. Like, there's bodies lined up everywhere. There's CPR being done in the crowds. There's like, there's, it looks like what would, would be a mosh pit. There's no room for mosh pits. There's only room for the eight people on the ground that are dead having CPR done. Those were our mosh pits. Our mosh pits were us dying. I picked up no subliminal messages from the website, the tickets. I didn't look. I didn't see. I wasn't paying attention. But now that I go back and look at the flyer and I look at everything and I was around in the set, it's absolutely disgusting. We're literally being sucked into that spiraling hole death that was portrayed in front of us we're all suffocating dying and on a screen it reads see you on the other side along with all the illuminati symbols and the praying hand literally sucking our energy from us i am 100 percent convinced that this was literally like an energy harvest like this was literally like a satanic ritual he was, Travis Scott was snatching souls, literally snatching people's souls. I don't even want to know who was forgotten about in there, who couldn't be heard, who couldn't be helped. Like, when the people moved out, like, when the concert was over, like, I want to know how many people were laying on that floor still. Because it wasn't eight people. It wasn't eight people. 
it wasn't eight, just eight people dead. It wasn't just 100 injured. There's probably hundreds dead and thousands injured. I have grown up on Travis Scott, n- number one artist. Loved him. I've been to multiple of his concerts. First mistake. Even fucking Travis Scott. I've never experienced something like this. That man is done. So, two people now saying that the amount of people that were dead, the amount of people who were injured is more likely in the hundreds and injured more likely in the thousands than the eight that we're hearing about in the 300 that's reported uh, injured. And which makes complete sense with 50,000 people at that concert and the amount of chaos that we saw and, and the firsthand accounts that we heard, it makes complete sense, right? So let's move on. Let's look, let's listen into his uh, apology and uh, see, see what he has to say about that. I just want to send out prayers to the... I just want to send out prayers to the... To the ones that was lost last night. Okay, I'm going to stop it there. First of all, Travis, you don't get to send prayers out to anybody. We don't want your prayers. We don't want your symbolism. We don't want your rituals. We don't want your energy harvesting. We don't want any of that. The last thing you should be saying in this opening sentence is thoughts and prayers. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans like... Now see how many times you hear the word sorry. Always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. Positive inspiration. Yeah. Anytime I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know? Only he didn't. He kept going. He watched them. He pointed them out and then continued his show. And if you're watching his mannerisms and you're watching his body language through all of this, he's barely opening his eyes. He's scratching his head like he's taking a math test. His eyes aren't even open. He won't even look at the camera. Because he knows what he's doing. Um, um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely. Uh, we've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this. The city of Houston, HPD, fire department. You know, everyone to uh, you know help us help us figure this out. So if you if you have any information. You know, please just contact your local authority. Still won't look at the camera. Everybody continue to just keep your prayers. I mean... Prayers. The fact that this guy has the balls to talk about prayers when the entire premise of this show was a gateway to hell and a satanic ritual... Now let's let's take away the idea. Let's let's first of all let's let's come from a completely logical perspective and not with all this conspiracy stuff. Even if it was for a show. Even if he doesn't believe in that, even if he's not a Satanist, he's not an occultist, he doesn't believe in the idea of harvesting energy from the people, he doesn't believe in the idea of um, ritualistic uh, sacrifices of people, which is a long-standing history, if you go all the way back to the 1400s and further back to Egyptian times, a very, very long-standing historical account of people sacrificing people. So even if he doesn't believe in that, even if it's all for a show, even if he's trying to ride the fucking coattails of little Nas X in his bloody shoes, 
Don't fucking sit here and talk about prayers. The entire premise of your show is Satanism. You don't get to pull fucking God card. You don't get to pull the prayer card when it's convenient for you after people die from your show. Let's just leave it at that for now. Your show of satanic ritualistic harvesting sacrifices of humans. See you on the other side was all around the concert. Portals were all around in his posters. And satanic imagery and Illuminati symbolism symbolism was all around the entire show, from the merch, the shirt he was wearing, to the backdrop of what was behind him, to the flyers that you walked in with and saw on the walls. All satanic ritualistic things. Now you want to use the word pray twice. Even if you don't want to buy into the idea that Travis Scott is a ritual-having Satanist, a part of this long-standing history of Hollywood and musicians that have taken part in that. Just for a show, let's say. Just for a show. You don't get to use the word pray in this context. Still won't look at the camera. Wow. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Now let's look at this. And this is another theory that comes out of this. Some people are talking about it having to do with the COVID-19 vaccinations. Because you... This is from the actual Astro World poster. Um, it says patrons who are fully vaccinated may show proof of full COVID vaccination instead of proof of a negative test. Um, either option of a negative test or uh, COVID vaccination. If you're under 18, you may use a school ID or something similar. Da da da. Uh, basically, encouraging people to get vaccinated so they can come to the show. Now, here's another theory that's coming out of this between the uh, hypothesis of random sudden cardiac arrests of people under the age of 20. Um, it's saying that basically within the uh, COVID-19 vaccination, there could have possibly been uh, the um, use of graphene oxide. Uh, reacting to uh, allowing the reaction to frequencies and musical vibrations and 5G frequencies, which, again, it's a little outlandish, but bear with me because here's some examples of that use. I have no idea what the fuck I'm looking at or what any of this means, and I'm pretty sure the other 42,000 people don't either. <laughs> but basically what it looks like is a uh, little black blob. They're, paying, they're playing some type of music, and it's moving all around. Yeah, not very convincing to me. Um, but I guess if that was happening within your body, that would probably not be uh, very good. So here's an account by Dr. Vivian Burnett, which is talking about the dangers of graphene oxide and 5G frequencies. And... Uh, it's in 
some other language. Looks like French, so let me read it for you. She is saying, The research on graphene oxide was started by a Spanish doctor who lives in South France. Dr. Jose Luis Sevillanos. Even though he describes himself as a small-town doctor who accomplished an extensive epidemiological study on the region, he started seeing that the most endangered patients were sharing similar living locations on the community research. I speak faster than the French. The common thing about the research location was the 5G antennas. After this, the environmental theory about COVID-19 was born. It's now confirmed that all vaccines, transgene therapies, all of them contain graphene oxide. Graphene's main purpose is to travel directly to the brain and heart location, which are the most electric organs in our body. Graphene oxide can also be spread to ovaries and testicles and can cause infertility. It can also travel to red bone marrow that could activate medullary aplasia, leukemia, lymphomas, and all types of blood cancer, as well as autoimmune diseases of any kind. Please stop getting vaccinated, this woman says. The body can escape this first vaccine, but do not allow them to give you a second or third dose. Interesting. No idea who she is or what she's saying is true. Um, but it's an interesting theory, right? It would explain some of this, right? And uh, so I don't know if I believe that theory. I don't know if it was just a mass stampede like CNN is trying to say. What I do know is everybody who's giving a first person account is saying that the body count was in the hundreds, not uh, the tens or even the eight that they are claiming, and the injuries were in the thousands, not the hundreds that were claimed. So, a really interesting intersection of satanic occultism, vaccines, Hollywood, Illuminati symbolism, and uh, even we even threw some 5G in there for you. So you got you got your money's worth this week. Um, so, you know, let me know what you guys think. Let me know. Leave a comment. I want to hear your thoughts on this. A lot of people are saying this is a, was a satanic ritual. Um, a lot of people, you know, mainstream media is saying that it was a stampede and it was just a logistical issue. And uh, some scientist in France is saying that it was caused by uh, metals traveling to the brain and uh, your balls and giving you uh, blood cancer. Um, <laughs> so you let me know, uh, what do you think? Uh, leave a comment on the Instagram page at red pill revolt. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Apple podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, wherever the hell else you get your podcasts. We're most likely on there. So, um, thank you guys so much for joining me again. Let me know what you think. Uh, I don't know if I'm convinced one way or another, but I do know that this was some crazy shit and it's a terrible tragedy. And uh, my heart goes out to all of the people who lost people and all of the people who were just tragically, horrifically scared as a result of this. I mean, I couldn't imagine being in an environment like that where people are basically crushing you and they don't have anywhere to go and you don't have anywhere to go. And I thought it was a really interesting account by that person just saying we were at the we were at the mercy of the wave of people because it's not controlled by one person. It's controlled by one push, which causes a reaction, which causes a re just crazy to think of. So Again, just a really scary situation. Um, have your wits about you. If you're seeing a bunch of satanic cult shit um, on an event you're going to, 
maybe reconsider because it might uh, just be a satanic ritual sacrifice. Or not. You tell me. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Have a great day.